0: On gear, Up, Facing the Breeze, with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer. Time to face the breeze, thanks to Gareth Orson Now for of the Equine Essentials. Ants, Anthony Butt joins us. Don't know where Jack Trainer is these days, but Ants, it was one of the most enjoyable nights of harness racing that I can remember basically since Hunter Cup night. But both in both cities, at um, in Sydney at Menangle and also at um in both states. We had Terrain on Saturday night as well. There was plenty of top-class action there. Yeah,
1: it was good nights racing, Gareth, wasn't it? And the uh, Lee boys and Cravens, they put on a clinic down at Terrain. So good to see, you know, the hard workers and, uh, you know, well-deserved. And they would have got a big thrill out of winning both those can kind of, you know, their hometown cups.
0: Jack Trainer says he's just got stuck behind the water truck, the um, uh, working one <laughs> at Menangle, So he's not far away. So we might have a chat about what happened there in Victoria, first of all. Um, it was a good training performance by the Lees to get Jilly Willow to win a terrain pacing cup, but Darren Carroll and um, would you believe it yours truly, ants were all over Jilly Willow only for the fact that we thought that she might be able to get to the front pretty easily. And when you had horses like Feedies and um, beyond the light that are quality sit sprinters, but they're not really, ho- they're, they're not horses that can do too much bullocking work. Hurricane Harley, it looked like she was going to get a soft run on paper and that, and that she did. And, Away she went,
1: yeah. And saying that, girl she had to fight off a couple early. Like, beyond delight, had a um, decent cricketer, and uh, you know, she had to fight. And then, you know, parties come around and kept her on it, so she, you know, she earned it really. So it's a good, good, really good effort to you know, starve them off late,
0: yeah. And um, it was up in class too, that mayor, so it's not easy for a mayor to do that against the boys as well. No,
1: that's right. It's you know. They said it, they you know, there's a, a pretty good field. A few of them have been, you know, pretty competitive on the grand circuit level. So, no, it's a really good performance, and you know, speaks volumes for her ability and the trading performance. And, um, you know, she should get better and better from here on in.
0: Someone told me you could purchase Keyang Chucky for about eighty thousand dollars recently, and he would have made that back probably by now. Um, and since then, he just keeps on winning. He defeated Keang Knight. Now, to be honest, Keang Knight should have won. He carried a flat tie for a lap and a half. Um, and then Keang Zena was third. So they trifected the Trotters Cup. But, jeez, Chucky's had a wonderful preparation. Yeah, yeah, I thought it might have been me that told you. And, yeah, I uh, think it was. We're going to that. buy it with them. Um, yeah, anyway, it, it breaks my heart. Darren Carroll, I told him as well. And he's kicking himself. So I'm not the only one.
1: No, he's he. You know, Penny Lee's done a great job with him. He's just gone through the grades really well. He's won some good races on the way through, and so yeah, you know, he, uh, he got got the right run. They just said that flat tire probably held up the other horse, but you know, all he can do is win. So you know, he's um, marching through the grades really well.
0: Gareth, what thoroughbred horse would you compare Leap to Fame to for us non-harness fans? It's a good question, Ants. I'd probably compare him to of recent times. Like a Mr. Brightside, but I think he's got a bit more X-factor than Mr. Brightside, and that's not underestimating Brightside. He's a superstar. But um, I'm thinking maybe so you think, Ants, at his best. He yeah, had that aura about yeah. him that every time he stepped out, you th- th- like you thought that he would win.
1: Yeah, it's a hard one, Gareth. We've had so many great gallopers, and it's it's hard to sort of. Maybe in Armo
0: of recent times. But, uh... He was unbeatable there for a while, wasn't he?
1: Yeah and uh, yeah, similar mould had the looks and the breeding and uh, yeah, he'd be a, a close match, wouldn't he? And um, yeah, as I said, they they don't win every start, but uh, mm. they're awfully hard to beat in the big ones. And as I said, most you know nine times out of ten they get the job done. So you know, going to be a great race this week at Newcastle with um, with Leap to Fame in there. I see the noms are out and it's you know pretty good field. So he'll have to earn it again, but he's he's just uh, in the zone at the moment and he'll probably. You know, probably have to park up. There's probably a horse with more gate speed than him. So yeah, yeah. but he looks as though he's good enough to do
0: that. So who's in that race? What are the nomi- What are the nominations look like there, Ants?
1: Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. There's Max Delight and um, Kavlina Poblina of uh, yeah. Robbie Morrison's got really good gate speed, and you know he's proven down here that he's you know if he finds the front he's hard to run down. So. You know Newcastle's a tricky track with a tricky starting point in that mile, at that mile. So uh, you know, and you, well, I think we've seen it before. Are there are plenty of times where uh, you know horses can find the fence and uh, run along, and they're hard to catch.
0: Yeah. So sometimes if you're, um, Kafina there, Privalima, Kafina Privalima, do you like? You can't hand up to leap to fame because if you run second, you've got to go around the next week. So you've got to probably put all your eggs in that that one basket there, ants.
1: Yeah, and especially at Newcastle, I think Gareth, like it's, uh, you know, the turns are a little bit uh, tight, and so the the ones on the fence and the leaders, you know, they get such an advantage. So, no, I don't think they'll be handing up, and uh, so you know, whoever finds the front, so um, no, it'll be a good race, and uh, you know, let the fame left to earn it again, which he he has to do most weeks.
0: Yeah. Hey, Jack Trainer, he's worked all of his superstars there at Menangle this morning. He joins us now. G'day, Jack.
2: About that. I got caught behind the water truck.
0: Oh, that wouldn't be the first time. It didn't help. Now, that's just, just stay where you were there because you just went off mic there a little bit. Jack, you had a big day at Menangle on Saturday. It was a terrific night of harness racing there from Tabcourt Park Menangle. So many terrific performances. I don't know where to start. We might start off with Frankie Ferocious. What, 149.2? Um... He defeated Major Major over the 1600 metres. He's now the equal favourite with Don't Stop Dreaming We Bet365 for the Chariots of Fire. That Chariots of Fire is going to be some race.
2: Yeah, it sure is, Gareth. I think he deserves to be equal favourite too on that performance. It was, um, yeah, It was quite unbelievable, really. He just absolutely jogged that. He still had the earplugs in and he even had the hide to prick his ears halfway up the straight, running the 25-9 last quarter, so... He showed he had great gate speed and um yeah, speaking to camera after the race, he, he was sort of in a bit of shock. He couldn't believe how good he felt. So looks like those those two are gonna be the main two and obviously with Merlin racing this week, it's it's gonna be a great race, like you said.
0: I don't know about you, but you like I know that he was impressive there, Frankie. Frankie ferocious, but Ants, you tell me why better be the best is at twenty six dollars after what I saw there on the weekend. He went 149.8 yeah, was... and did it in second gear.
1: Yeah, and he, he did a fair bit of work early, guys, that first quarter. So, you know, he's a high class horse, but it's just going to be such a deep race. And uh, he seems to race his best in front. So, you know, and there's, you know, it's no guarantee he's going to get there with the gate speed of Frankie Ferocious and that kind of thing. Merlin's pretty quick out. So, um, now it's going to be a fascinating race. And, you know, if they go to war a bit early, you know, they could run anything.
0: Have you ever seen anyone lean back like Nathan Turnbull is these days, Jack? He's his his muscles and hip flexors must be as strong as as anyone in the game these days. Or as flexible.
2: He's got it he's got it pretty well down packed. The probably the only one that comes to mind would be the prince if he's driving a dollar ten shot and it's just a sit yes. and steer job. He likes to pity up a bit. But no, he, he puts on a show for everyone, Nathan. um he's a great horse for them and they're going to have a great time with him. He's definitely a chance in it. But like Ant said, he's probably a bit draw dependent. And the only thing with better be the best is a couple of times he's been put in the field, like last, the start before last, he, he did look uncomfortable getting up the straight and has sort of found trouble a couple of times in the pack. So yeah, he might be more draw dependent where the other two can seem to back make their own luck a bit.
0: I've never seen a horse have bigger wraps on on him since Jack Trainer walked into that local nightclub at – at um camden when he first arrived from new zealand hot and treacherous and ants he started like they bet 420 and he sped at a dollar 40 but he just got there he went 153 four it's not easy to do what he did first up over 2300 meters and to be fair jack i'll get you to comment on here um as great as trainer jason grimson is He's probably better over a mile than the twenty three hundred meters, uh, but Hot and Treacherous was um, terrific first up.
2: Yeah, he couldn't do any more than win, Gareth. Yep. He um, obviously was first up off the scene for a while. He had a fair trial, not, nothing too crazy. So, I'd say he will improve a lot from the run. And although it probably wasn't the strongest of fields, and he didn't win by the biggest margin, you know, if you dive into the form of that race, he he run those last three quarters pretty solid. I think he went about a fifty four middle half, over 2,300. So if he can improve on that and gets a good trip up and up into the grade, I'm sure he's going to be right there. And like you said, he, we know he loves putting the big rap on them, Jason. He's, um, you know, sometimes even if he shouldn't, but this one seems to be able to walk the walk a bit.
0: He can wrap a horse, Jason. Usually he lets his horses do the talking, and they do do the talking, Ants. What did you make of Hot and Treacherous first up?
1: Yeah, he was good, Gareth. I, you know, he was there to be beaten at the 200, wasn't he? And he fought him off, so... As Jack said, you can't be much more than one, but I still think he's got to, you know, take a, a leap to um, match those miracle mile horses, you know, yeah. the leap to fames and the like. So he's heading the right direction, and he's in the right camp. So it'll be interesting to see how he measures up this week because uh, I think he's nominated at Newcastle as well.
0: I was blown away by this, Darren Carroll, our harness racing form guru on Giddy Up. Very good judge. He was telling me Hans, and this blow this this blew me away that Michael Bellman is yet to win a group one. Yeah, that's interesting. Gareth Michael yeah. he's a
1: great guy. He's a hard worker. He, you know, does all the tracks around Victoria and turns up at all the meetings, has a lot of drives. So um good to see him, you know, get a really good drive and um and the horse that won the other night. So Sergeant Louis yes. uh yeah, he's got some very loyal, you know, owners and trainers that he drives for and they stick with him. So no, I'm sure you know. Won't be one won't be far away if that is the case with uh, this horse because he looks pretty nice.
0: He does. He went one fifty one and a half over the sixteen hundred metres. That means he's booked his place into the Derby, so he doesn't have to go through the heats. Jack, what did you make of Sergeant Lou? Was it a Derby winning performance? Oh,
2: it was definitely impressive, Gareth. He's a, he's a great horse. The first time I've seen him in the flesh, he's a great looking horse and. Um, you know, a lot of people made comment on it and you would have noticed yourself. He's a, he's a great moving horse. He just floats across the ground and yeah. he looks like he's doing it effortlessly and um, you know, he got a good second quarter and, and probably even a third quarter. He got it all pretty cheap, but the way he ran away from him on the line, you know, you can't get home much quicker than what he did. So he's definitely a major player in the Derby's moving forward.
0: Yeah, a lot of questions. A lot of a few people were texting me the other day and they said, Who the hell is Seaton Grimer? Is it Grimer? Seaton Grimer, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> he has got his.
2: that's him I hope in, you're fired he's the next Jason Grimson well
0: he's improving horses off Jason Grimson and I said well we'll ask Jack trainer he's the miracle man
2: he is he's doing the un, he's doing the unbelievable and the unthinkable at the yes. moment but um he's got Firefox flying and I I might have upset Jason I went up to him after the race and asked him if he had any for sale and he didn't take it too well <laughs> so hopefully I'm still down on a few of his runners this, at the end of this week but He's a young fella, Seaton. He's um, had a had a uh, kitchen business, and he's gone out full time into the horses. And he presents his horse re- horses really well. He puts a lot of thought and in that into them. And um, yeah, he's starting to get a bigger team, and and they're going um, exceptionally well at the moment.
0: He made he made he made ants. He made um, Jason Grimson look second rate with that training performance. If you ask me,
1: yeah, I was just a bit slow last week, Gareth. When you asked me that question, who I'd like to drive in the Miracle Mile, apart from Leighton Fame and yeah. What I should have said is, I don't care what it's name, as long as Seton Grim is training it. Yes. So. so what's his story? <laughs> no, he's a good young.
0: So, where's he, so how old is he then, Ants? No,
1: he's just a young fella. I, I guess he's early 20s. He, um, okay. I first noticed him when I was living, living and training up in Manangle. He was a young junior driver just starting off. And one night at the trials at Penrith, he, I was on my own. He helped me load all my horses up and... Yeah, so I, I thought, i remember that kid. And so a few weeks later, I need a junior driver with a claim. And um, he was the first one I thought of. So we gave him a few drives when he was starting off. But he's obviously uh, come on and leaps and bounds since then.
0: Yeah, he looks like he's a Star Jack. And sometimes, like, he's just a natural horseman, is he? So he's he's given up the tools for the harness gear. And it's, well, it's, it's obviously he's very good at what he does, to do what he was able to do with Firefox. Fox. Uh, if he's only in his early 20s, um, don't tell him we've got a new prince in town.
2: Yeah, well, that could upset the the, the so-called prince um, as as we speak now. But yeah, he's um, only young; he would only be early twenties, and he's starting to get a lot of support. He's trained some few horses for the Summit Bloodstock team, I think, so they have a few horses there. And obviously, Jay thought that uh, Firefox could uh, do with a change of scenery and. He did mate, mention that he's probably got 10 better than him, but after he beat one of his the other day, he's probably got to take that back to nine, I suppose. So, um, but no, he's doing a good job and very passionate, puts a lot of effort into them and presents the horses in an immaculate order. So he's definitely a young trainer going upwards.
0: What was the assessment of Rock and Roll Zoo Ants? Uh, I
1: thought he was good, Gareth, without being sensational. He, um, the camp seemed to think he's he's on the up and he'll take a bit of benefit out of that run and, he um he just felt a little down to me in the run and um didn't probably show the speed which I know he's got, but uh, he, he worked away really good up the straight and his sectionals were probably really good. So he's on the right path, but you know he's just got to improve a little bit. I think to um he's come to the miracle my old time, but you know Mick's a great trainer and he's got him up at Luke McCarthy's there, and um so yeah, he's just got to uh, get him 110 percent for next week.
0: So, Don't Stop Dreaming 250. Frankie Ferocious 250. Merlin $6. Petrarca at 11. I haven't seen him at the Trolls or anything like that. That might come around too quick for him, Petrarca. Sooner the better 13. For real life 17. Our Vinny 17. The Lost Storm 17. Um, he's back. I don't know if he can win. I better be the best as the horse at $26. I think that you can have an each way play there, Jack. You're with Frankie?
2: Yeah, I think so, Gareth. There's any doubt about his gate speed was answered on um, Saturday. And, yeah, like I said, although it wasn't the uh, the top-end competition he raced, uh, he couldn't have done it any more impressive for mine.
0: What's Jason tell you then? Who's the best horses that Grimson's got in his stable?
2: Well, as you know, Gareth, he tells me every horse in his stable is good. And he's got 20 and probably 15 of them are. But those last five that you get, Wounded by the the ways in the back of your mind, but I think after Saturday night, he thinks he probably surprised him a little bit too, and I think that he'd have to be saying Frankie Ferocious moving forward.
0: So leap to fame two seventy five, don't stop dreaming four fifty, Frankie Ferocious four fifty. How's that going to work, ants? Then for a miracle mile spot, like is it for, like it's automatic entry if you win the miracle mile? I mean the chariots of fire, but. Is it, if you finish second, do you get a spot in the Miracle Mile? That's not usually the case for the Chariots, is it? Or is it, is it, is it from it, the, it, does the committee pick it?
1: Yeah, it's not guaranteed, Gareth. Like, the winner only is guaranteed, but I think they have um, put the second horse in it, at, you know, at times over yeah. the last few years. And just with the record of the four-year-olds have got, you know, recently, I think, you know, especially with the field we've got this year in the Chariots, there's probably a big chance, you know, two, maybe three, even might get it yeah. out of it. So, uh no, it'd be, as you said, you've got Don't Stop Dreaming of Merlin, two superstars, that, uh, and Frankie Ferocious, so, you know, only one of them could win, so there's going to be a couple of really, you know, superstar horses that are relying on the committee to, to put them in, so it'll it'll rely, you know, depending on the heats of the Miracle Mile as well, and I think the first two are guaranteed out of that, and there's, you know, a couple of wild card spots, so... I think the committee is going to have some uh, well, interesting decisions to make on the, you know, next Saturday night. I'll give some advice. I'll
0: give some advice to the committee. Um, this is the number one harness racing show these days on any platform. Let us choose the field. Like, put the committee and we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll debate. We'll we'll debate the field.
1: Yeah, we could have have votes on it, Gareth, couldn't we? And yeah, Jack. Uh,
0: we have to leave Jack out because he'd be too biased to Jason Crimson's team. <laughs> but apart from that, you and I could do it. Um,
1: um, ants. Yep. Now it's, uh, you know, it's like said, we go back to the old days when they used to just purely pick it on, uh, what they thought and what they liked. So always caused a bit of controversy. So I think sometimes you can go too far the other way and take, make too many of these races and Boring. conditions and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think you, sometimes you're better off just picking the best field.
0: No, I reckon have a, um, get an independent panel, um, sit them around a table, Um, and then video it, debate it, and then put it out for the people to listen to and then make it interesting. You need to think outside the square in the sport of harness racing these days. And this is a prime opportunity. The Miracle Mile was best when they chose the best six horses, let them do whatever they want in the lead up, but but pick the best six horses and let them, um, we'll probably get it. Whoever, whoever does it, will probably get it wrong, but It'll it'll create great um, debate and talk before a race like this. Hey, um, have you got a winner for us this week? I'm over high point. Every time I back him, he gallops. was well, she.
1: Yeah, he let us down on Saturday Night yeah. Gareth. He probably wasn't going to beat the winner anyway, but he was going to be second, I think. So, no, pretty quiet this week. So, um, we'll wait for Rock and Roll Day next week.
0: All right. Then what about you, Jack? You, you, you forgot to tell us about the one on the weekend. Um. um the Robin Hood named after you. What was it? What, what was its name? I can't even find it.
2: Now. Yeah, Mister Robin Hood. Mister Robin
0: it. Hood named after you. Let it let all the way. You made Cameron. You made Cameron Hart look second rate there.
2: Oh no, I don't know about that. I think I just. Had a, bit of, had a bit of luck and just proved that the heavyweight drivers can still win a race at Manangle. So it's yep. good coming into Carnival. Time to get a bit of confidence back anyway.
0: I was about to say, put that horse into the Miracle Bowl and put Cam Hart on you. <laughs> you'll jump out of the ground. Um, any winners, Jack?
2: No, well, once again, Harness Racing in New South Wales has made it hard for us, Gareth. We haven't got any fields here yet. So um, yes, I, we'll just have to hang tight again to start going back to Penrith or something.
0: Might have to talk to Greg Hayes. What's he like? Come on, Hayes. He's... Um, surely he can organise that for us. Well, we wish you the best of luck, Ants. It's always a pleasure. No thanks, boys. Any gossip for us, Jack? Before we say goodbye.
2: <laughs> no, I got nothing for the press today, Gareth. I'll um, we'll just leave it on a good note today. I think.
0: Tell Grimmo if he's got a horse for us, I wouldn't mind giving it to seat, and we'll got half stakes. Tell him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> where is Surface? Yeah, can we yeah. bring him back?
0: Or? Yeah, we should actually. I don't know where he's up in Queensland somewhere. Appreciate that, See you boys. Thanks, boys. There's Jack Trainer and Anthony But Garrett's horse and hound stocking the largest range at the best prices. Visit horseandhound.com.au. Let's take the news.